Well, welcome to the listeners. Welcome to Carving a New Path. My name is Andrea Hyland, and I am the host of this show. So for anyone who hasn't listened to it, I want to give you a brief description that this podcast is filled with stories and tools and resources to help you reflect on the life you are living while opening to new possibilities. Most of us were raised in a society that encourages productivity and do, do, do. Well, I started this podcast in 2020, which was the beginning of global events that encouraged us to take time to pause, to make changes and heal, to ask questions and listen for the answers. So exploring change and carving new paths is an invitation to listen to your inner guidance. And so the conversations and the guests on this podcast have listened to their inner voice and they've birthed new ways of being in the world. And I'm so excited today because today's show, episode 21, is a conversation with Sabina Cruz and a celebration of the release of her first book and more to come. So it is Activate Your Highest Potential with Sacred Geometry. And I'm just going to read it is also a practical guide to freedom, authenticity, fulfillment. Yay! Congratulations, <laughs> Sabine. I'm so excited. It was a year ago where we did a show on, it was episode 16 on March 8th, 2022, where we talked about this book coming out. So congratulations to you. Thank you so much. Yeah, here it is, finally. <laughs> and, and I have my copy too. <laughs> we both have our copies. And for anyone listening to the podcast, you won't see, oh, actually, yes, you're going to see the copy because that's the, the image that's there. Um, and on the YouTube channel, you'll see some sacred geometry and things there. If you're going to watch this part, we put it in two different places. So, all right, before we begin our conversation, I want to tell you a little bit about Sabine. And there is a longer description in the show description, but just to let you know that she is an activator of human consciousness. For 20 years, Sabina worked as an economist devoted to improving the living conditions of people in developing countries, eventually realizing that knowing thyself is the most effective way to create a real impact. With her deep understanding of sacred geometry and through her writing, coaching, workshops, and sacred geometry designs, Sabina inspires and empowers people around the world to break free from limitations, connect to their true nature, and live their best lives. So welcome, Sabine. Once again, welcome. Thank you so much. And hello, everyone. And uh, thank you so much for inviting me again, Andrea. I'm really pleased to be here with you and with all the listeners. And yeah. Okay, Wonderful. Well, listen, I'm going to just interrupt you for a minute because I have to tell the listeners, I have a copy of this book on Kindle and hardcover, and I have been sending it to family and friends as my gift of the year. I love this book for everyone. And so... Anyway, so I hope that you will get a little bit of a snippet of that today to understand why I'm so excited about this book. It's more than, I've always loved sacred geometry. It is more than that. It is the way that you put sacred geometry into this book to really use it with the everyday. And so, um, yeah, so you know what, let's just dive in. I want to, I know that sacred geometry came into your life at the end of 2014 during meditation, and you began receiving information on how to use geometric shapes and forms to shift the underlying energetics for everyday issues, which is why I get so energized about this book. But I'd love to have you share 
just some words about the journey that led you to creating an Instagram account, writing a book, leading workshops. Like where did this, tell us a little bit about the journey of getting to this place. Yes, thank you. Um, so I've always been uh, very curious, uh, trying to explore other realms, trying to explore earth. And uh, I actually studied economics and worked in the field of development cooperation because I wanted to see a free, abundant and beautiful world. But as you read out in the bio, I realized that it's, it's it cannot come from the outside. It's really an inner job. And so I embarked on an inner journey and started exploring my soul, which is basically the last frontier of humanity, because that's what's not really explored yet. And um, so suddenly I started receiving through a kind of a telepathic communication with beings from other realms, information about certain sacred geometry shapes and forms. Um, it started with the platonic solids. Uh, so there are five platonic solids. And I even remember the first one was the octahedron. Um, and so I received information about the energetic qualities and properties of the octahedron, a bit about the geometries of, of, uh, of course, as well, but the focus was always on the energy of it, the frequencies and energy that each shape and form carries. And I also received a kind of a practice, so I got to experience directly what the impact of playing with each sacred geometry shape and form is. For example, in the case of the octahedron, when you meditate with it, when you invite it into your energy system, or when you sort of by intention step into it and have it activate itself and move around you, you can feel that it clears mental confusion, that it brings in clarity. And so each shape basically has got its own frequencies. The icosahedron is more for emotional balance. It supports you in regaining emotional balance when you're in emotionally turbulent times, for example. And uh, the hexahedron is more for grounding. Um, the dodecahedron is a very sacred form that opens you up to universal uh, love and grace. And uh, yeah, the tetrahedron has got that fiery energy to get your uh, energy levels rising. Um, and there are many other forms as well. So I embarked also on the um, on exploring the stars from the five-pointed star to the seven-pointed star to the 24-pointed star and 33-pointed star. Um, and... It was quite a process. So it took me years to play with all these forms and get a personal view of the of the energetic frequencies and properties, and then also uh, in a practice experience it for myself. And I used all these practices with friends, with clients, with family, whoever was open to it, and started recording them step by step. And the information soon came through in, in English. Um, I, I'm, I'm German, and so I was a bit surprised that I received the information in English. I thought, okay, there might be a reason for that. And so I started writing it down, and step by step, this book took shape, which is Activate Your Highest Potential with Sacred Geometry. It gives you an introduction also of the general nature of sacred geometry and, and also... Um, what the benefits are um, and examples of sacred geometry in nature, the cosmos and in our body. But it's a very practical book, as you said yourself. I mean, it's uh, it gives you the frequencies and energetic properties of each uh, shape and form um, that is included in the book and many practical exercises you can do on a daily basis. You can do whenever you feel guided to and, uh, and some extra information <laughs> at the end of the book as well and so my journey was basically um from 2014 onwards to explore all these sacred geometry shapes and and forms and i um with with your help and i really want to highlight that i loved the writing incubators which you um which you organize and which you let us through uh, helped me a lot to become clarity of this of how this book could actually be of benefit to people and what needs to be in it and what needs to be in the next book and 
So I really enjoyed that. I got a lot of help there in bringing this book to shape. Well, thank you for, for that plug. I do, I do love the work in the incubator. And you know, the thing that was so interesting is that even though we worked together for years with um, this book coming into form and the second and third book coming into that, there's some foundation there that I know you're, you've turned your attention to the second book um, is that when it all came together in the final form, it was, even though I had a familiarity with it, it it's just the way it came together is so I'm, I'm so excited about it. You know, even if, I hadn't been a part of working on it with you. It's that, uh, you know, for the listener, I mean, the things that I just want to say about it is that number one, there's, there's like in one section, just really looking at each of these shapes. So it's, it's like really setting the foundation. And I've always loved sacred geometry. I've always noticed it in the area around me. And you brought it in it was like returning to any kind of practice where you go i'm going to lay more of a foundation and you really have laid it out that way to the point where one of my daughters and i have been using it and then we look at the other exercises that you have around a shape and combining shapes and and all that and uh as i was telling you earlier i even was looking at it with my 16 month old grandson this morning who loves nature and loves shapes and like putting some some form to it i mean it's just it's an everyday tool <laughs> that is just available to you in in the moment so anyway obviously i am a big fan and um i'm wondering if there's anything you want to say about I mean, I know you went into a little bit, but how people can benefit from sacred geometry. I just downloaded a little bit of my my ways that I use it. But what what can you tell people about why why sacred geometry? Yes, thank you for that question. I, first of all, I want to start is sacred geometry is is the basis of foundation. It's the basis of our material existence because you can visualize it as spirit the divine god coming into form light coming into form and it's really that blueprint of creation that's not yet uh, programmed or conditioned like we are we sometimes especially our minds carry certain filters that we've picked up during the, our childhood from the programs and conditions from our parents or later at school or in society in general or religious belief systems that have marked us. And, and so um, sacred geometry actually surpasses these filters of the conditioned mind and the programmed mind and goes directly into your subconscious. And there it sort of ev uh, ev evolves or develops or its frequencies and uh, vibrations so that they can directly impact the subconscious, bringing it back to the blueprint, to the pure divine nature that we are. That's why it's so powerful. And, and it's everywhere. You can find it in nature, in um, like, for example, the golden spiral, this form here, you can see it in a nautilus shell. You can find it in flowers, the five-pointed star or, or any other number of uh, points in a flower you can you can find it in the cosmos and in the galaxies and the hurricanes they have this golden spiral form as well you can find it in a uh, in the the tail of a seahorse but also in the um, molecules uh, of of the dna you can find the ratios like phi is a certain kind of mathematical ratio for beauty which is the number 1.618 this proportion of this ratio, you can find it in your hand, in, in the ratio between your forearm to your hand is 1.618 more or less. Basically, it's everywhere in, in our body, in the universe, in nature, in the cosmos. And so it's something we are really familiar with and the soul is very familiar with. So when you engage with it, um, you are reminded of this origin where we all come from and the the source divinity and also the interconnectedness of life 
And so the benefits are, in the end, as I said, it, it's taking your home to your true nature. And as Plato said, the Greek philosopher, that geometry will draw the soul toward truth. And what is the truth? It's your true nature, your divine nature. Um, so, And in between, um, you can benefit from it by working with the frequencies of each shape. So as I said before, each shape or form has got its own energies, frequencies, and even kind of a consciousness. And you can bring it into your energy system, into your body, uh, have it activate itself and work with you uh, so that you can go from emotional turbulence to emotional balance, that you can receive clarity about your soul's priorities, that you can go away from conformity and fulfilling other people's desires to uh, living your own life and your own and, and following your heart's desires. So there are many things or activating your creative abilities, coming back to your um, true power of creation. It can release stuck emotions, change um, limiting beliefs and patterns. So that there's quite a long list of what, what it can do if, if, if you work with it uh, through different shapes and forms and different practices. And even looking at sacred geometry already influences you uh, in this way, but engaging with it on a more visceral basis where it moves and and works within you, uh, or even um, you know, I I drink my water in a in a flower of life kind of glass. It, uh, since our body is to sixty and more percent based on water these frequencies then inform our water in the body as well. So you can bring about all kinds of energetic shifts by uh, by putting sacred geometry on your glasses, on your water, or by drinking it from there, by looking at it, by working with it, by constructing it yourself, by going into a sacred geometry form, like a pyramid, for example, or dodecahedron. So there are so many different ways of of working with it and, and benefiting from it. I love that. I was I was thinking about it before our call. I was thinking about how a couple of things I've noticed with working with sacred geometry even more consciously is this support for my nervous system, mm -hmm. like bringing calm and also opening my heart because I'm I love the zero point, which really. I've practiced heart coherence for a long time, but it's like that zero point. And I know you'll you'll have us go there with a little bit of a practice. Um, so share more about that. But even like it's a good one to use to center myself throughout the day. And I wanted to share something with you that the spiral, it was interesting because I have, I have a shell here on my desk that has the spiral and when you start talking to the spiral I was like oh I had wanted to mention that to you that I've been really drawn to the spiral lately and so I feel like sacred geometry reflects back to me also places where I need encouragement or a sign that I'm on the right track because I've been writing a series of articles about conscious self-evolution using Barbara Marks Hubbard's book, 52 Coats for Conscious Self-Evolution. But it is like the when I read about the spiral in your book, it says the evolution of consciousness. And I was like, well, thank you very much, universe, for showing me that, yes, the spiral is where it's at for me in my conversation. So even sacred geometry as an encourager, uh, yeah. I, I just love all the different ways that it that it shows up. Um, all right. I know you and I could keep talking about that forever, but I want to switch to a, another question. I wanted to just ask, in this process of deciding to write a book, I just wonder about some things that you learned about yourself during the writing of the book, because, hey, everyone, let's get a real check about what it is to write a book. You know, it was, we've talked about how it was like a nine year process from receiving downloads and 
this and use working with sacred geometry and everything else. So if you could just share a little bit about that, things you learned about yourself or anything you want to share about writing the book. Yes. Um, I mean, the book really took me on my own journey. <laughs> um, so I, by doing these practices and uh, writing them down and working with the sacred geometries, I felt that release from stuck emotions or the clearing of limiting beliefs and patterns really within me as well. And uh, so I went through some times where I could feel it even like uh, physically things were leaving or it was releasing things. Um, and as you said, sometimes when you bring in energies such as the dodecahedron, you feel this expansion of the heart chakra. So you feel also that opening and, and the warmth in your heart chakra. And sometimes it's, I sometimes even had a headache for a day where, where things were releasing. So it was a journey where I uh, experienced my own freedom. And I could see that in my reflected in my out, outer life as well. When I used to be angry sometimes when things didn't go the way I wanted <laughs> And uh, so I'm much more relaxed now and accepting with what is unfolding in life. And um, another thing also I, I witnessed in me is um, I was always, you know, the good girl trying to please people and, you know, um, making sure that their needs are met or their expectations are met. And this journey um, of going home to myself really uh, helped me to, be much more authentic to, to say no if I didn't want to do things and to, to tune into myself and my needs and 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 be just the way I am and not trying to think so much how will other people think about that because that was at the beginning for me an issue um, you know how can I talk to my friends and to my family about <laughs> receiving information about sacred geometry <laughs> if you're an economist and you you work uh, let's say in a normal um, environment and uh, so it was also freedom from all these um, fears or the needs for for validation and approval and um, definitely stepping away from conformity and living my own truth and I think somebody said like uh, the longest way is the way from from the head to the heart mm. and, and I felt in those uh, seven no it was actually even almost nine years so in these nine years I went on this path from my heart uh, from my head to my heart and so and if you live in your life from your heart or from your soul rather than from your rational mind and you know pushing for things or wanting to get things done the way your personality wants them to it's a much more fulfilling experience because I mean it's it's really the life you're meant to live, um, and that's that was my own experiences with with going through this book, and it's also surrendering to divine timing because I thought I was I was done with the book and I could publish it in 2020, only to find that I had to go through another round of reading the book of doing the practices myself <laughs> before it could actually come out just now in August uh, on 8-8 um, in 23. Um, so it's really surrendering to your soul's path and what wants to unfold that I learned big time during, write, during writing this book. And I can also see it in clients' experiences or friends' experiences when working with these shapes. I've witnessed people coming out of a phase of uh, depressal, uh, de depression tendencies or even people having physical problems and and really witnessing an improvement in their in their physical problems um and definitely also when when I did a webinar with a friend over various months we all witnessed even us as the, the two facilitators but also the three participants um that we all moved into self-love and self-esteem uh, while working with these uh, sacred geometries. And this showed itself uh, one person took time for herself, left her job and went on a spiritual hiking journey. Another one unleashed her creativity project. And we all 
focused on authentically living and enjoying our lives and could really see the impact of working with these sacred geometries for over a certain period of time. It's not overnight, no, but um, if you do the practices on a regular basis, uh, you will see an impact. Well, and I want to um, highlight a couple of things. One thing, whenever I've read different practices that you have, um, that you've shared so generously on your Instagram account that anyone can go there and the link again is in the show page description here, is that this over and over talking about the blueprint and just thinking about what is the original creation of you coming in as the blueprint before having all of the outer world telling you who you are or how you should live and all that but returning to that blueprint I feel like is so so powerful and then it is always so interesting that I know in writing my own things I've learned that I'm becoming I'm becoming more of who I am in the process of writing. So you're becoming more of who you are by actually using sacred geometry. And that we don't, I mean, maybe we think we want change to happen like that, just the snap of a finger, but it it takes time. I mean, change, if you had that kind of sudden change, it would change everything in your world. And that would be un unstable. I mean, that's like earthquake. And so the fact that, you were lead you lead people in workshops and you go through your own configuration of of rebalancing or coming into harmony with that that can be a, a cold or a flu that your body has to go through to process the energy and just know it's not about staying there but giving your physical body time to actually acclimate Exactly. And to release all these memories that, that are in the cells, actually. You know? Yes. So, and that takes time because otherwise your body wouldn't be able to take it. Yeah. 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 So just that's why that's, again, just highlighting how you've really taken it through, like, get to know the sphere energy, get to know the triangle, get to know, you know, each of these energies. And you've got charts in there and step by step. And then practices to use so it's it's really good it's an encyclopedia in thank you and about well, the blueprint i mean actually this in the background that's uh the blueprint uh, of the new homo luminous um and so i feel we are evolving from the homo sapiens based on the rational mind more into the homo luminous where our body becomes more crystalline, more luminous, and we actually radiate out the light that we are. And so I came up with this sacred geometry design, um, and it's in the form of a five-pointed star flower, and our body forms a five-pointed star as well if we stand up uh, in a certain position. And so that's why it makes us, uh, well, you can't see my feet right now. <laughs> uh, this is basically, yeah, the blueprint for the homodunus that I designed. So I'm wondering if, uh, wow, there's so much. Like I could just hang on the on this Zoom call with you all day long. Um, but we had talked about you doing a practice, and I'm wondering if this would be a good time to um, go into that. If you want to talk a little bit about the pyramid consciousness. Uh, yeah, I'll just turn it over to you to decide what order you want to do this next. Yeah, maybe before I do this, one thing maybe I wanted to clarify when I say um, I wrote the book or I designed the sacred geometry uh, design, I just want to make sure it's it's actually information that's coming through me. So it's mm -hmm. not like that Sabina says, okay, I need to write a book about sacred geometry as an economist or I, I I can design a blueprint for uh for the homo luminous. It's really um in a kind of connection, and we'll do the zero uh, point uh, practice just now before we start with the pyramid uh, practice. It's really going into your 
zero point, which for me is the access point to your soul or to the quantum field, uh, where you are out of your identity, where you're actually connected to all that is. And from that point, then you can receive information that go beyond the information that your mind or your identity is aware of in, uh, in, in that moment. And so this book actually came through me and, and the de designs also. I mean, I use my mind because I know which uh, sacred geometry carries which frequency, but I let the information come through me in a kind of meditation or inner connection from my zero point, just yeah. to be there. <laughs> yes. Not... Yeah, I think that's important to give credit where credit is due and to know that you are you are the receiver of this and then brought it into the form of a book yeah 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 so and and that's why i would like to start um before we go into the pyramid uh practice i can show you a pyramid i guess everybody mm -hmm. well, most people will know what a pyramid looks like it's got a square base and uh, four triangles reaching up to a peak. Um, so um, when whenever I do a practice, I start by going into the zero point. The zero point is located in the middle of your heart chakra, in the middle of your chest. And it can be seen as the access point to your soul, to the quantum field, to dimensions beyond the three-dimensional body on planet Earth. Um, and you can either go into, I mean, there are various ways of going to the zero point. I'll show you a couple of them. If you are very much in the mind, I recommend first just visualizing, just imagining that you're going down a golden spiral staircase all the way from your mind into the zero point in the middle of your heart chakra. And please just go along with me. And so once you're there, you again, you can say or think, I set the intention to go into my zero point. And when you set an intention, is the energy follows that attention. In general, energy follows intention or attention. So you say that intention, set the intention to go into my zero point, and then you keep focusing on your zero point in the middle of your heart chakra. And the breath helps a lot, so just take a few deep breaths into your zero point. Now, if you haven't done so, you might wish to close your eyes. Now, from your zero point, keep focusing on it. See, sense, or feel a huge golden pyramid in front of you. Just imagine a huge golden pyramid in front of you. One that is large enough for you to step into. Now, Imagine, and you can set the intention again. I set intention to step into the pyramid center. So imagine stepping into the pyramid center through a gate that is opening up in front of you. Relax into the pyramid's golden frequency. And invite the pyramid's golden energy to flow into every cell of your body with the intention of increasing your energy levels and the vibration of your energetic system. So just relax into the golden frequency of the pyramid and experience 
how this golden frequency flows within and around you into every cell of your body with the intention of increasing your energy and vibration. Take a few more deep breaths. Just notice any shift, any shift in your energetic system, your physical body, anything you perceive. Slowly, slowly, and take your time and come out of this practice, back into your body, back into the room, to the here and now. Or was it for you? Uh, I, I loved that. And I was feeling like, wow, I've got some really busy days this week. And what a great practice to, you know, dropping into the, the heart, connecting to the zero point, and then just letting the energy fill, fill you up. So yeah, I was really feeling that. I was really feeling the I wanted to again. It's always it's always interesting when we do this because like, how do I put words to that thing that I just felt? It felt like power, actually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that's the word I wanted to say. I felt calm and relaxed, but I I definitely felt like a surge of power coming into me, and it felt like I, I'm not doing it all alone. You know, well, which can really, uh, like, I don't know about anyone else, but I can have that feeling when I'm going from meeting to coaching to podcast to another meeting to a circle I'm holding, you know, it's like, it can feel like it's my life. I'm doing it all by myself, even when I'm talking with people. Um, but there was that feeling of, I have support. Mm, mm. Yeah, and I love that you also noticed uh, the raising of, of the energy levels. There's power coming in, energy coming in. Yes. Similar to the tetrahedron, also the pyramid can help you to, to generate energy, to, to amplify it, also to store it. And, um, and especially with a golden frequency, that's, that's a really nice vibration of energy to have. And whenever you're in an afternoon slump or you need some... Yeah. boost it's a very natural way uh rather than picking going for sugar or caffeine you can actually use the golden frequencies of the pyramid and um and that will raise your energy levels of your vibrations and that was just a short practice i mean you can expand on it you can stay in it longer you can use a chemical pyramids for a shift in your energetic system but this was just a, a teaser to for a small boost of your energy levels and vibrations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. I it, I was thinking about how sometimes in an afternoon slump, I like to lay down and take a, a power nap, but this was faster than the power nap, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, minutes, yes, <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, everyone, naps are great. Rest is good. It's good to, to do the nap energy. And it, this, you, sometimes there just isn't time in the day to step away in that same way. So this was a really simple way, easy way of, of doing that. Yeah. So um, you have a webinar coming up. And yes. how about if you tell everyone about that? Because the the book is a way of um, actually we'll have ways for you to order the book on Amazon. It's on Amazon, but I wanted to um, 
oh, I just love that design. So for anyone who's listening to it, go to the YouTube channel because you'll see these great designs, introduction of the pyramid consciousness. So take it away. Tell us about that. Yes. Uh, so the pyramid consciousness, um, it's linked to the pyramid, but it goes far beyond uh, the pyramid. Um, it, it consists of a set of energies and frequencies that you support you on a vibrational level in activating your multidimensional abilities on a DNA level and remembering your true self. And it allows for a timeline shift through a reset in your experiences. It, I'm, I know this might sound a bit out there at the moment. Um, let me try to... No, it sounds <laughs> yummy to me. I'm, I'm just like going, yes, multidimensionality. Yes. Okay. So exactly. I mean, it goes beyond um, our five senses, and it, like it activates, for example, abilities such as telepathy or connecting to other realms or, or uh, being in communication with other beings, um, and and basically activating that with what is beyond the normal human experience. And it operates on both the macro and micro level in alignment with your soul's request in every moment. And it supports that awakening of the homoluminous. I mean, this uh, embodiment of the crystalline luminous human being where, where all your innate abilities uh, are activated. And uh, so I have been receiving uh, information about this uh, pyramid consciousness. Uh, we've already worked with the frequencies in another webinar, but now we will do with two friends um, a, a webinar specifically focused on the pyramid consciousness. And as far as sacred geometry is concerned, um, the symbol for the pyramid consciousness, you can see it here either in the pink version or in the crystalline gray version, uh, these are actually two pyramids on top of each other, which is in, forms an octahedron um, with another set of golden pyramids on top of each other and another uh, octahedron inside either the pink or the crystalline gray version of the first octahedron. So that's basically the, the basic symbol for the pyramid consciousness that carries those frequencies we'll be working with so I'll bring through the sacred geometries and, and uh, their frequencies. Uh, my friend Shantana brings through sound, because cosmic uh, connections, transmissions through sound. And my friend Luanne brings through uh, the reading, bridging it back to you on a personal level. What does that actually mean for you personally? How can it help you um, in a very practical way? Uh, we'll, we'll start um, with an energetic opening when I'm in Egypt. I'm going to Egypt right now to the pyramids mm -hmm. uh, on, the, on Equinox Day, the 23rd of September. But the series, the webinar itself starts on the 1st of October. We'll have biweekly uh, Zoom calls live with a small group of participants till early February. So there will be apart from the energetic opening, eight live webinars with the participants and one closing ceremony at the beginning of February. And we'll immerse you in all these um, pyramid consciousness frequencies of visual level and on a sound level and through that personal bridging to activate and awaken the multidimensional abilities in you. I, I love so much about the way that you've designed this webinar and something I want to say to everyone when we were talking about giving time for change to happen. I know it's something that you've really learned from working with sacred geometries to, to create some spaciousness there. So that's why this is going from October to February instead of just a boom, 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 eight weeks in a row, that it's actually time to really integrate this and allow for the shifts that will happen in everyone's lives and their bodies and yeah, all, all of it. So I, yeah, kudos to you all for, for creating that, not just get it done in eight weeks, but to actually create space for Thank the you. transformation. Yeah. 
We were really excited because we've been playing with it now for for about a year, three yeah. of us. Uh, it's fascinating the, to, to witness the changes and and uh, so we're happy to share it now with a small group of people. And I'll post information on my website by the end of this week, my website www.sabine Sabine Cruz or Cruz in German. <laughs> Sabine mm -hmm. Cruz dot com uh, in one word and s-a-b-i-n-e-k-r-u-s-e dot -E com and that's there's a link there in the show description everyone also so that you can just click on it hopefully or copy and paste if the links i don't know sometimes the links go live and sometimes they they don't it depends on whatever this the yeah the platform seems to show up in different ways um so there's all kinds of links and i encourage you to go to her website to the instagram page because you're always posting interesting things there there's different series you have a youtube channel now um and there's so much on your website now i was just looking at it again today before getting on the show and um yeah there's there's lots there to explore and the book and if you want a deep dive that the pyramid consciousness webinar is i know it's going to be fabulous is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners as we kind of wrap up here um if you wanted to get a, a sneak peek of my, of my book before actually buying it first you can do so on the website as well um there is like a sub page called book and you can just sign in and then you will be led to a free excerpt of my book and also some videos with practices and there are also free video tutorials um with for example mukaba infinity symbol of letting go of the old and stepping into the new uh, on my website and on my youtube channel as well so you can find free content you can find uh information about the book you can find information about this permit consciousness event pretty soon and also um, i'm also available for coaching i'm a certified life coach and business coach and intercultural competence trainer and uh, so if you want my services in in other ways i'm i do coachings as well or personal sacred geometry designs and i'm happy to support you in freedom authenticity and fulfillment <laughs> as um, I have witnessed through sacred geometry. I don't only use sacred geometry. I mean, I have other tools to work with, but I find them very powerful. So I usually bring them in in a coaching session as well. Um, but I can do other tools as well if anybody wants to explore other things um, with me. Yeah, and I really, Andy, I, and I really, really, really want to thank you so much for all your valuable support you've been there through the whole gestation and birth process of my book and and also the support with the Instagram and I did a lot I started with the Instagram actually and posted series there posted sacred geometries designs and photos and it's been really helpful to get for me more confidence to be out there in the world and to share these things with people and um and through your coaching uh, also uh, in the context of uh, the uh, writing incubators, I mean, I've really gained a lot of uh, insights and uh, support in put putting all this up. And now I've got a website, I've got this, I've got that. And it's, it's perfect. So cool. <laughs> so cool to see the, the evolution of you. <laughs> it's just been fun. Yeah, thank you. We're just embarking on another journey together now, no? With the next writing. Yes, I know, I know. And my next book, which will be about the feminine sacred geometry and um, and the miracle conditions and womb wisdom and all kinds of fascinating things that we're diving into now. Yeah, bring it, bring it on. I'm I'm ready for diving into that and enjoying what you created in the first book and knowing that that foundation, I think that was why we, why there was the conversation about creating this first book first to, I mean, there was a reason for the order 
of it to give the foundation to really anchor in this and use the practices. So yeah, I'm ready. I'm excited about what, what is to come and what you're, what's already been coming through you. And I would also share for the readers or for the listeners um, that I really encourage you to, to play with the sacred geometry and to, to feel it, to immerse yourself in it, not just to think it and read about it, uh, because it's it goes beyond the rational mind. And, it, and if you can really engage with it and invite it in, play with it, uh, you will see much more the effects of, of the frequencies than just by reading about it. Because there's so many interesting books out there about the ma mathematics and the architecture, and the beauty of sacred geometry and the background information. And I love it. I mean, I've, I've read quite a few books now myself ever since it came into my life. I thought I'd better read about it sure. <laughs> as well. And, um, and um, but I feel what is, what really makes the difference is feeling it, engaging with it, um, or work, engaging with, with it on a visceral level to have the impact and use the energetic properties and qualities that the shapes provide. And always from your zero point with the purest intent, uh, and then you will see its power. Mm. And yeah. magic. <laughs> yes, and the magic. Well, thank you. Well, that seems like a good place to stop for today. And thank you once again for being here. And I look forward to our continuing um, journey with your books and also for a future conversation. Yeah, more conversations on the podcast too. So thanks. Thanks for being here and for generously sharing with us. Thank you for inviting me and for this lovely conversation we had again. Great. Thank you. All right, listeners, thank you. Enjoy. And this is Andrea Highland signing off at finishing this uh, episode 21. Thanks for being here. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.